Okay, I believe we are live right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Let's Talk Roma podcast. Um, I'm here with Leo and Frank Totti. Before we get started, I just wanted to announce with the LupoTV.com website where we have news, video, as well as merchandise for you guys to enjoy. Pretty much all to support the channel. We've also opened up a new Patreon account. This just gives you guys a chance to get some perks, enjoy those perks, and, uh, you know, just support Lupo TV in any way you can if you are enjoying the content. So I'll just walk you guys through what exactly I'm talking about. So the link is in the uh, description below. You'll see it's patreon.com slash Lupo TV. So we opened it up. We have a $2 per month Canadian dollars. We also have a $5 and a $10. So I'm just going to walk through them quick for you guys. Um, the $2, you're going to get a follow from the Lupo TV Twitter account. You're going to get an exclusive shout out to any social media account of your choice. And we're basically going to promote your account on that as well. You will also feature on the Let's Talk Roma podcast. We'll call out your name as well as your social media. So any many people can follow you and you can kind of grow your account there. We also have an exclusive invitation, guys. So we have a WhatsApp group, but now we have a VIP group. So if you do, you know, support us with the $2 a month, you will be added to the VIP patron, Patreon group with only exclusive members with myself, Frank Totti, and St. Leonardo himself. He'll be in there to talk to you guys. And with that, we also have a custom t-shirt, custom hoodie from the Lupo TV website. You send us your design and we'll make it exclusively for you. So that's the first option. Very cheap. $2 a month to support the, the Lupo TV movement here. Now, the middle one is $5 a month. You get all of the original offerings with the $2, but you also get a lifetime offer. So it's going to be 10% off of any purchase from LupoTV.com store. And then uh, even with that and the first one, you also get an opportunity to write for Lupo TV on the website as well as feature on our Romanisti blog there. So you can pretty much put a whole blog. It'll have your name on it, your social media, and you can really promote yourself. So the second one, again, you get all the features from the first, but you also get 10% off any purchase from the Lupo TV store, and you can feature on the website. The first one I called Lupo TV Supporter. The second one I called Lupo TV Ultras. You know, you're going to be an Ultras in our Kurva Sud. And then the last one, if you guys really want to support the channel, it's $10 a month. We call this one the Lupo TV Legend. So you're going to get all the features from the first, the second uh, tiers, and you also get waitlisted to feature on the let's talk roma podcast so with myself frank totti and leo you will also be on the podcast if you want to support us in that way you will also be featured on the supporter section of our website you will have a dedicated page with your photo social media handles and you could also put a message out of anything you want to say of your choice so if anybody clicks our supporter section all your information will be there and they could follow you really gives you guys a chance to promote yourselves and the lastly on this last one after six months on the tier where it's ten dollars a month you will receive one free t-shirt completely free of any t-shirt of your choice on the entire website you can choose exactly what you want or you can give us a design with whatever design you want and you'll get that t-shirt for free as well and we'll basically make that t-shirt for you so 
Again, all the information, sorry if I butchered it and explaining it, but it's all on patreon.com slash lupo tv the link is below it'll be on the podcast link as well as the youtube description god help me that was painful how are you guys doing got back boys. <laughs> good to be back good to be back Whew. yeah it's been a while since we had frank here yeah frank yeah, where have you been man seriously where have you been I, I, the two the back the midweek and the weekend game i was in florida so i couldn't uh couldn't tune in but i was making sure i was in the youtube Looking uh, right on the street is you tried to watch Messi play. Is that true? Yeah, I saw him play. He didn't last too long in the Toronto game, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw him play. So at least I could say I watched the GOAT, right? So if you guys watched that game, you, you would probably see Frank with the ultras there, you know, just going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't too many of us, but no, it was uh, Toronto FC got slapped, but uh, hey, at least I got to see the GOAT. That's it, man. Leo, how's everything with you? How you been? Good. Good, very good. Busy, tired, but uh, on the bright side, we are here to celebrate a win for once. So yeah, so our, uh, let's get into voice. that. So you know, Frank wasn't here for all of the uh, Genoa antics when we kind of went crazy there. A lot of emotions right after the match, you know, and rightfully so. You know, five points, and I believe it was six games at the time. Roma was pretty much uh, going downhill, and. Uh, Great to see the players come back with a good performance against uh, Frosinone, a 2-0 win. You know, before I get too far into it, whoever wants to go first, what did you guys think of that match? Did you ever think it? Uh, no, I thought it was great um, seeing the likes of even Karsdorp and Bove, I mean, added to this lineup. I thought Bove really added some some kind of the hard work in the midfield that we kind of don't see with uh, Cristante or Paradez. Kind of, I, I really refreshing to see that. I feel like a lot of people are forgetting about Bove, but it was good to see him back. Uh, Karsdorp, one of the standout performers on the field, I thought it was mm-hmm. for him uh, very good to see what we saw from him. Dybala looks like he came back. I mean, a lot of people are saying he was a bit quiet lately. Two assists on the match, so that was great to see. Uh, overall, it was good, but at the same time, Frosinone did have some times where where they're getting in behind their line, looking like they should have scored early in the first half. That's a bit worrying to see that that's still going on. Um, at one point, Rui Patricio, I don't know where he was going, got rounded. Uh, the guy was obviously lost in the middle of 18-yard box. But uh, we'll get it. I'm sure we'll get into him later. But overall, I oh, mean, yeah. as a match, you take the three points home. Um, some bright spots. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. How about you, Leo? I know, honestly. Obviously, there's a few things to uh, to pick out. But for the most part, especially considering where we've been in the last few weeks, it's uh, definitely a brighter brighter way to look at it. But um, Frank kind of touched up on a lot of it. It was good to see some of the faces we haven't seen too much of. I know we've been saying for for weeks now that it's about time we see we see Rick back into the lineup, and he really proved why he should be in the lineup. I think he was a standout player. Um, but uh, yeah, no, in terms of like the, the little mental lapses where I think it was Indica twice in the first half where he kind of just got burnt a little bit, just kind of caught off guard, ball goes over the top. And if you're playing against a striker like Osiman, Lautaro or Leao gets through like that, they're going to punish you. But um, luckily he came out, clean sheet. It's always good. Um, good for the players, good for the fans. Everybody's gained the confidence again that we have been lacking this whole time. So 
uh, no, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good performance. We created some chances, but um, no, that's about it. What do you think, Lupo? Uh, I thought the first half we started a little slow. I think everybody was getting very nervous once again that Roma was going to find a way to blow this match and allow Frosinone to score. Um, honestly, in the first half, I thought Frosinone had two great opportunities to score. I think both went on the side of the net, right on the mesh there. Patricio did not look ready for those, so I was basically shitting my pants. I think any shot on net would have been a disaster for Roma, but luckily... Frosinone had eight shots with zero on target. So that's pretty much one of the bigger indications of why we won the match. But when it comes to Roma, I thought they battled hard. Like even guys like Pellegrini, who had a little bit of a, not a bad game, but a little bit of an off game. He didn't, he was touch wasn't there. His, you know, his control, the ball control wasn't really there, but that guy, I'll tell you right now, he worked his ass off for the entire match. Pellegrini. And yeah. you can see the grinta, you can see the heart, you can see the passion. And that's really what we've been asking for from Lorenzo. So excellent for him to get a goal, you know. Uh, sad to say, but his grandmother actually passed away hours before the match. So when he did score, you saw him pointing to the heavens, kind of dedicating the goal to her. So on many levels, that's a fantastic goal for Pellegrini, both personally and uh, professionally, you could say. But... Again, I think Roma had a fantastic second half. They really came out hard. And it, I think it was back to Jose Mourinho football, right? Like, defend well, don't let the team take shots, and just squeak out those victories. Roma Lukaku is a godsend. Um, you know, basically just give this guy the ball on top of the 18-yard box, and we're laughing at this point. I know a lot of people said Paulo Dybala didn't have a good game, but I've also seen a lot of people say he did. And I really, really think he had a fantastic performance. Um especially compared to last time he played. So, you know, well done, Paulo Dybala. You can really see that he gave everything he had. There's like a little video after the match when he's just putting his head down. It looks like he's about to burst into tears, but you yeah, can see the, the amount of effort, yeah, that went into the match. And uh, I think it was fantastic to see Pre pretty much exactly what we needed going forward. Like, I didn't want to go through this match and then have to, you know, get angry again, like, wonder if we're going to get a new coach or like what are the Friedkins going to do because they looked freaking pissed when it was 0-0 in the stands I don't know if you guys saw that while watching but yeah they did not look too happy and <clears throat> I'm just really happy Roma won I'm happy for Jose Mourinho you can get some people like me off his back and um yeah I'm just pretty happy with the whole performance to be honest um what did you guys think of uh the second half did you like did you like the way Roma played did it kind of make I, you think go ahead go ahead sorry no, no, I, I, I like the second half. It reminded me kind of a bit of last year. I was kind of almost happy that we didn't get into the Empoli situation where we're blowing them off. I feel like this team needs to suffer again a bit, you know, kind of earn those victories, earn the little, win the little battles, kind of go through it uh, in order to kind of pull out that W. Because just like last year, it was, it was never easy. You know, we we're always fighting, even against the smaller teams. We'd be up trying to defend late. Um, it was good to see that, you know, you finally break through and get that second goal to put the bed to, or to put the, the game to bed. Um, happy to see Pellegrini score. Forgot to mention that. Finally, he's on the score sheet again, not on a set piece. So that was good on a great Dybala cross too. But um, no, I, I kind of liked how the team was suffering and, and you know, you kind of have to earn that win. Just one thing is, 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 I mean, I know Lupo was way ahead of his time with this, but just having Rui Patricio in net is like, like 
it's almost to the point where you, you you don't know when a game can can get blown out, right? It's like it's like you're looking so good, and it's just it, all it takes is one shot from anywhere that's gonna completely blow a game apart. And having that kind of always in the back of our head is is gonna be worrying for the time moving forward. I mean, it, it's I saw a stat. He has like a he's last in the league with a forty two save percentage. <laughs> uh, it, it's just like. On eleven goals conceded, so it, it it just kills me that you know your Roma and it. What bothers me is that we know we knew Rui was kind of fading off last season. It kind of it worries me that we didn't even look at that department at all this off season. And I mean, I know we're I'm kind of getting off, but all I gotta say is is thankful that Roma did grind out the win and didn't even allow any shots on net in the second half. I don't think so. Um, but no, it was good to see. Good to see that they're they're tightening up on D, and it was. I like to see Brian Cristante. He looks good back there. Yeah, I fully agree, Brian Cristante. I think I've said it before on on a previous podcast, but when he's in that back three, I I think Roma play much better personally. Yeah, the way he he's able to spread presence. the ball exactly. So you have a midfielder that's back there. If anything goes wrong. You know, it's it's not uh, what's the word I'm looking for here. It's not stressful. It's not panicky. It's just he gets it. He's a midfielder, right? Like he's not gonna panic. He knows who's around them. Where most center backs are gonna like get crazy and you know rush around. He's just like, okay, relax. Like I've been here before. Like he'll just turn away for the guy to guess the pass. He'll turn the other way. Like he has that sense of calm and ease, and I feel like it helps Roma all together. And it doesn't hurt having a guy who can lay in perfect long balls. I know Mancini is pretty good at that as well, but when it comes to Cristante, obviously he's a midfielder. He's a good passer of the ball. And I think Roma play their best football when he's uh, in that position. I even said before the game, Cristante, center back, easy win, because I just come to expect a good performance when he's there, right? So, yeah, how about you, Leo? What did you think about everything? Were we saying the second half? Sorry, I've kind of... This guy's asleep, man. Come on. No, no, no. I thought you Well, we get like, what did you think of like uh, Cristante? Um, Yeah, let's just go with that. What did you think of Cristante in the last game here? I think, um, I mean, I don't know. I like him. You could see in the last few games how much better he was starting to look in his midfield position, but like scoring goals, getting forward, kind of just more adapting to his role. But at the end of the day, you can't be upset that he's a uh, he's he's versatile enough to draw back into that position when because we obviously don't have the depth. Smalling injured, Lorente injured, so having a guy like Cristante who you can rely on to go back there, it's um, uh, I don't know how much more you can ask for for the guy, but um, kind of like you said, it's it's nice that you can, you're able to trust him back there. You know that on the ball, he is um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like he's composed with it. Like he's not mm-hmm. just scrambling to kick it out. And sometimes he will kick it out, but for the most part, he's looking to string a pass or two together or ping the long ball. Um, and even defensively, like he just looks good. He was blocking a few a few shots, a few crosses, winning some tackles. Um, I know we harped on the guy at the start of the season, and you and I especially. Frank was kind of on the Cristante train from the from the from the get go, yeah, but. Um, he started awful, yeah. man. Uh, after Italy, yeah, he, he came back start. to town. Honestly, it was that game yeah. with Spalletti. But no, I, th- <clears throat> I think he was uh, solid. And uh, do I want to see him continue to play there? Probably not, unless we need him to. Just because, like I said, how good he was starting to look as uh, as a midfielder. Um, mm-hmm. But 
if this is the case where Smalling's still out, I think that they said he might come back late October. I don't know what the the seriousness of Lorente's in, uh, injury is, but if we're going to play a three in the back and we need another defender, I don't see a problem with throwing Cristante back there. He kind of proved that he is able, uh, sorry, capable of doing that. Yeah, no, it's true. Even that one game against what against Genoa, he scores a goal, and then I think who is it that got hurt, Lorente, and then he had to go back there. Yeah, send him right? back there. So, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, overall, I mean, we back on the three points. Let's just hope moving forward we can we can keep this up. Try to forget about the the past, but I mean, all we can do is wait and see what happens, right? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, you know. So let's get into everything around Jose Mourinho. I know there's going to be a lot of people in here curious of what we're going to say. So. Uh, let's go with you, Frank. I know you wanted to touch upon this. So after the Genoa match, how did you feel? How do you feel now? Where are you at with Jose Mourinho and Roma right at this moment? I mean, I think now I'm a bit more calm just because you're coming off a win. After the Genoa match, um, wasn't too happy. It's just, I, I, to me, it's just more about all like the little excuses. I think someone in our chat today sent the ZB after they lost 5-1 and does Ed be saying, I take 100% of the blame, I'm the coach? Um, like mm-hmm. little things like that, taking the responsibility of the team. You are the manager at the end of the day. Um, I, I feel like it, what bothers me a bit too is that I feel like even just on Twitter alone, it's it's basically, are you with Mourinho? Or are you against Mourinho? And it's kind of split into two ways right now, which bugs me a bit. But I think uh, after hearing what Mourinho said, he's with us uh, until the end of the season so mm-hmm. we have nothing like we have we can't really do much but back the man i mean uh at the same time i am with him do i agree with everything he does no definitely not uh i just feel like in other times or i just feel like there's other ways to go about the what he says and the way he kind of portrays himself but overall i'm still with Mourinho. um it's just like I said. I hope. I wish at some points he he speaks at different ways and and kind of acts differently with what he's given. I mean, if you look at the team this season, we have a better team than we did last season, and we're still trying to play negative football, trying to scrape out like results, right? I just uh, and and you could argue too, like even last game, we did come out with a different playing style. I kind of feel like we kind of took the front foot to our opponent and tried to attack at least and not kind of sat back right away, which we're kind of used to. So is that maybe that going to be something we're going to see moving forward? I hope so. But, I mean, if you're asking if we're, I'm with Mourinho or against him, definitely at the moment I am with him because I feel like there's not much more we can do. But I just feel like at the moment with the team that we're given and the way we have played in the past, I just think top four, in my opinion, is completely done. like it's almost done at this point so it's like i almost would just keep Mourinho because we know his track record in europe i just think he can in europe it's a completely different game than city A, right so you can play game by game in city A, it's a marathon not a sprint so um you got to show up every week sometimes even twice a week in the league and and kind of handle whatever team is out of you so like i said overall i'm with Mourinho. But I don't agree with a lot of things that he does. But at the moment, we can't really have much more. So let's back the manager, and that's all we could really do. Yeah, no, I think so for sure. 
like uh, we've talked about it before, even if even if we really everybody wanted him out and the players weren't really even backing him at this point, um, given the financial situation we're in, it's not very realistic that we sack him and bring in another manager. For one, who are you going to bring in? And for two, we already have enough problems with the like financial fair play. We're already in enough debt. So that's just not realistic. So whether people really want him out or in, um, they got to just accept the fact that he's with us till the end of the year, no matter what, unless he um, takes off. But uh, um, no, I, no, I don't know. I think uh, obviously, like like you had said, like the emotions were flying after a couple of poor results, a draw to three, you know, the four one loss was just embarrassing. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to just to back the guy um hope to see some changes right i know we all wanted the four in the back we never really got to see it but who knows maybe it will come a game like yesterday was it was promising at times and those other uh, other moments where you're thinking like okay what's he doing is he gonna make the subs here what's what's happening but um me personally i would say i am jose in uh, I kind of agree with you there, Frank, in the fact that some of the things he does, like uh, in terms of the excuses or in the press conferences where he's like kind of just dodging the question and he starts talking about how he brought us to two European finals and stuff like that. It's just like, okay, like we get it. But what matters right now is the results and we're not seeing them. So we've got to start seeing results. And um, at the end of the day, he's here to, to – to win Roma games. So if he's winning us games, there's really not much that we can say. Uh, I think all of us can agree on the fact that we just want to see this team do well, no matter who's the manager. So uh, that's probably all I got to say. I think if you're going to ask me if I'm Jose in or out at this point, I would say I'm Jose in, but who knows where we'll be in three, four months. So, yeah. And on top, on top of that, sorry, quickly, it's just, in my opinion, Next season, when we when we're re, when we have to relook at everything, I still think we move on from Jose and kind of get a new vision with a new manager. Uh, I just feel like with this team, it's like almost like you're just filling patches in for Mourinho to try and get that top four kind of move to the next level, just to to say we did. But at the end of the day, it just doesn't seem like there's a vision in the team. You don't really see kind of an identity in this team. You can look at, I've met, said it in the past, look at other teams like Milan, how, you know, they, they have a kind of a mindset with their teams and who they buy and the players they bring in. And it's, it's they have Pioli as a coach and it's been working pretty well for them. So um, I still think at the end of this season, the, the way we're going, I still think you relook. The only reason, the only way I would keep Mourinho is if we somehow get Champions League, whether it be top four or Europa League. But if, if you don't have, what's that, when? You say what, when we get it? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, hey, I hope I hope I'm wrong. It's just what it's just what I think. But I would love to be proven wrong. I love. No, to be I have no idea. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what I said, bro. Like. Yeah. Okay. So me and Jose, you know, we've been on a little bit of a dance, me and him. But um, after Genoa, you know, my statement has always been the same. Whether people are going to be emotional, whether people are going to come after me, yell at me, call me a moron, an idiot. I've heard it all before, so it's just white noise at this point. But the main concern to me is our Roma winning football matches. If Jose Mourinho is going to help us win football matches, if we're going to go on a bit of a run here, push the, the 
top four teams and might make our way all the way up the standings, I'm going to be the biggest Jose Mourinho supporter on this planet. In the same way I have supported him so much in the first two seasons, probably more than any Romanista you will find. My issue was we were not playing good football. We tied Torino. We didn't play good football. We lost to Genoa 4-1. to We didn't play good football. Before that, if you go back into last season, we had a record of 4-7-7 seven, and seven in our last 18. So I'm looking at everything here. I'm a Roma fan. I'm not a Mourinho fan. So I'm looking at what is the best for Roma. How can we progress? Is Are things working? Are we winning football matches? And at the time, you know, I was angry. I was emotional. And for, for good reason. Roma at that point are going further deeper into the standings here. We played six games. We had five points. But... Like I've always said, Mourinho is in my heart. I, I want to support the guy. Realistically, we're never going to find a manager as good as Jose Mourinho, especially during the season. Like at this point, you have to back Jose Mourinho. There's no way around it. There's no better coach we can get. With his experience, with his winning pedigree, with the relationship he has with all of the players, all of the management, all of the staff, it is, you know... It is such a big factor. And even to see him last game, come out for the warm-ups, watch over the players, and just make sure they're giving 100% for that warm-up. Because I think Pruzzo, you know, he had some comments in the last game where Roma looked flat, they didn't look energetic in the pregame. And I, of course, that always translates to the match. If your head's down, if you're not feeling confident, you're going to notice it in warm-ups. And the fact that Jose Mourinho heard that, that criticism came out onto the pitch to ensure his team was ready to go, it means the world to me. And it shows that he's still with us. He wants to win. So when it comes to backing Mourinho, I 100% am with Mourinho. And honestly, I never said I was Mourinho out, not even once. All I simply said was, do we have better options? Are we going to get worse? Are we not going to be able to win football matches? But last game, we saw a Roma side where, you know, it was very reminiscent of last season. Hard defensively, squeak out those victories. And hey, this year we have Romelu Lukaku. The ball is still here. We have more players. We have more options, more depth. And if we can find a way to continuously win matches and put forward an effort that can win matches, I'm not too worried about this, guys. We're six points away from Champions League right now. I know Frank's going to go nuts, but um, I think it's very much possible that we do make our way into Champions League positions. We still have Cagliari, we still have Monza until we get to Inter Milan where the schedule starts getting very serious, very difficult, and I think that's going to be the tell-all of our season. But, you know, before that, you absolutely have to beat Cagliari, you have to beat Monza. We already dropped points where we shouldn't have in the past, and this is our opportunity to, you know... it's our opportunity for redemption when it comes to these lower level sides. And we absolutely need that six points. And we're going to hopefully be maybe even closer to top four by the time we get to Inter. And hey, you never know. There's the feud between Lotaro and Lukaku. Maybe Lotaro plays a little off with the emotions with Lukaku. Who knows, right? But I think Roma can, you know, get involved in any match and try to get a result in any match. I don't think our team is so poor where we can't face a Juventus, a Milan, an Inter and actually put forth a performance where we can get a tie, get a W. So I'm hopeful going forward. I'm optimistic. I'm with Jose Mourinho because I saw him still care and I saw Roma play well. And as I said, at the end of the day, I never said Mourinho out. I just want Roma to...
to win football matches in any shape or form possible because I am a Romanista, not a Mourinho fan, and I want Roma to progress. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, from me, coming from me, which I, where I did say Mourinho, um, it was kind of like you said, almost trolling to a point, a bit of reactionary, but. Um, We're pissed off, man. At the end of the day, yeah, it, we support Roma. We are emotional. It's right after the match. Like, it's just, I feel like everyone in Roma, like, kind of imagine that, you know, you kind of bring in, like, if you look at some of the standout players, I would even say Pata does, we bring him in from the market. He's been a massive player for Roma. He's been unbelievable. You know, he's yeah. been, he, he hasn't done anything crazy or out of the ordinary, but at the end of the day, he's playing 90 minutes. He's doing his job on the field. He looks good, looks confident, sets the tone of play, moves the ball around, you know. Little things like this, we kind of, I feel like we all thought that this was kind of going to just go away. These, these, dropping these points to these smaller teams with, you know, I, you would, you would have to say you upgraded the squad in every department, in my opinion. Uh, I know Mourinho thinks that Ibanez all of a sudden is uh, Franco Barezi compared to, compared to the options he has right here, but uh, it, it's, in my opinion, you upgraded the squad. It, I just thought, all these kind of hiccups in these small games were going to go away. I know they'll never go away because we are Roma and we should be used to it, but it's just no one would have thought we would have had to start to the season that we did. And touching on the top four, I just don't see where we're going to grab points where other teams are going to slip up in order for us to grab that. I mean, if you even look at, I know, if you even look at Lazio, Lazio's played some good teams where they drop points. I know they dropped to Lecce, but they've lost to, I think, Milan and another top team, not Juve. So you can look at theirs and say, okay, at least they had some top teams out of the way. We really haven't dropped any points to the top teams yet, right? So if we go perfect against the top teams, then, wow. I mean, that's a Roma just, we've never uh, seen before. Just the Inter, right? So that's about it. Who's that? Oh, Milan. Yeah, Inter, sorry. Inter Milan. We love we drop points against a big team. That's about it, though. That's all we oh, played yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Inter or AC? Oh, sorry. Fuck. My bad. Milan. Inter. I'm, yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm yeah, thinking, what the hell? AC Milan. Thinking? Sorry. They we're playing Inter next, but... I'm hearing noises behind me. I'm muted. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just can't see where. I hope I'm proven wrong, but at the end yeah. of the day, let, let's see what happens, right? Like you said, all we could start doing is getting the t- getting the points against these smaller teams, which we have the next two games. So let's do it. I just think we can do it, man. Like if we hit a run of form here, I I don't think we. How do I put this? I don't think we're we don't have what it takes. Like I truly think if we start getting hot and we get on that hot streak, we can win matches against big teams. Like we have the players. Last year we did well. I believe this year it could be very similar, guys. We have Dybala, Lukaku, Pellegrini. Hopefully, he can get into form. Cristante. Like, these are players who are on their national teams. These are players who any team in the league would probably take, I think. I think our biggest issue – I don't even think defense is a huge issue. I just think it's going to take Rui. some time. For, huh? Yeah, it's Rui. That's Rui. what I was going to say. It's Rui Patricio. Any shot that's taken is going in, basically, and – there's a stat no. about his XG against, and and again he led the league and the the most goals given up from the less XG or something like that. It's like even when we lost to Genoa, they scored four goals. I think their XG was only like a one point three, which is yeah, crazy. That's because every like, single shot that's taken is going in, unfortunately, right? But you know, at the yeah. end of the day, guys, like we beat Empoli, we beat Frosinone. Can we do it against 
more realistic sides. Like, can we beat the Genoas? Can we beat the Sassolos? Can we beat like these type of teams? And then moving on to that, can we beat the bigger clubs, the Inters, the Juventuses, the Lazio? So, you know, it's, it's going to tell us the true story going forward, but at this point now, all we can do is be positive. Like we're going to have Mourinho to the end of the season, no matter what, there's no coach that's going to step in who's better than him. You know, he's a winner. He has the 26 trophies and all that. So, at this point, we have to trust them. We have to pray it works out because we're locked in into the end of the season. So let's we might as well stay positive and make the best of it. But I'm sure if we continue dropping points, it's going to be a hell of a long year. But as Jose said, he's here to June 30th, and um, that's how it is right now. And there's no chance. Even let's say we lose the next 17 matches in a row. I don't think they're going to fire Mourinho because the price is so high to, for his buyout that I just don't see it happening. So. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I, and one thing, it, it too, is is going back to playing against these top teams. Sometimes it, I'm crazy to think that it's like you have such a high level of players that it's maybe in these top games we can finally get to the next level. You know, everyone raises their game in some of these top games, like even Padres or Ronaldo Sanchez if he when he comes back. If uh, uh yeah, our like all these guys. I mean, it, it'd be it'd be crazy to see. So even that run of that run of games, I'm kind of excited to see how we react in some of those games. Um, maybe we could raise our level to the top teams, but we also drop our level to the lower teams. It's it's gonna be something to see. So we'll see. But when when is Sanchez coming back? I think it's after the next international break, from what I know. Wow. All these injuries already. Smalling, Lorente. I mean, Pellegrini already came back. Dybala came back. It's like season just started. I don't. I don't understand that. Yeah. The hell's going on? Well, it just goes to say, like we have a bunch of injury prone players, man. At the end of the day, we got to make it work in the best way we can. If someone feels something, got to take them out and put in somebody else, and that's simply it. You know, there's not much you can do. Any comments, Leo? No. Um... I think you, I, we spoke about it the other night, just in our chat, about uh, like how our main problem, even for the last two seasons, has been fitness, injuries, this and that. And if you go and look at our entire, pretty well, our entire window, we brought in like Awar, who's been a questionable player uh, due to injuries. Renato Sanchez, which I know we said that was a big risk, and if it, if it does work out, it pays out big. But um, like it's hard to, it's hard to kind of build and grow a team with just injury prone players. And I just, I, I, looking back at the market now, I just feel like maybe we didn't make some of the right decisions with some of these players. Like I think last episode, some guy had commented like we made the mistake going for Renato Sanchez. We should have cashed in on Fratesi. Which, looking back at it now, <laughs> he, the guy could be right, right? Like I, like I said, I'm a big Renato Sanchez fan, but if he's not going to be here. What good is he for us? And I understand that it's just a loan and this and that, but I don't know. It's it's uh, already a challenging season as it is, and then when you're going to throw these injuries and fitness and all this on top of it, it really just doesn't help your case. And especially with a team like us, which with dealing with injuries for years and years and that being our main problem, it just uh, it just adds to the headache. So, like we said it several times. I mean, another question is. is like is Awar still not fit, or does Jose apparently just have something to, against this? Uh, <laughs> apparently, he's gonna start on Thursday. Uwar. Okay, well, he, played, I really he hope came so, on last but... game, right? 
Yeah, but like 85th yeah, 85th minute. minute. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw some guy on Twitter saying like something about like it seems like he's in Jose's doghouse. Like uh no. it's reminding him of how Los Celso was with him when he first joined Tottenham. I just think it's him or Pellegrini and Mourinho's definitely going with the Capitano that he's been with for the last two seasons and I think so he's you don't locked think in together. It's going to be tough because I feel we're locked in on Paredes and Cristante. Mourinho's been praising those two together in the midfield. He really likes what he sees. So it's going to be tough for Uwad to find space. But at the same time, guys, like you said, tons of injuries. So he's eventually going to have opportunities. Like I said, Thursday, he's slated to start. But uh, yeah, um, let's hope for the best from him. Like He is a good player. He has qualities. And like when he started the season, he was probably our best midfielder before Cristante started cooking yeah. up, right? So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, I do want to bring up someone who had a fantastic match, Mr. Ricky Karsdorp. Frank, take it away. Yeah, um, it was something beautiful to see. I mean, I was looking at his stats too. It, even defensively, he put in a shift. Uh, it was it was good to see everything he did move going forward, but even. You know, something Roma's been lacking recently is from their fullbacks is attack, but at the same time is defensive work as well. Um, I thought he had a great match. It was good to see. I, I don't really know why Jose waited this long, but I know they had a bit of a feud last season. So it, maybe Mourinho wanted to give him some extra time, but it was good to see that Karzip responded. I hope to see, I think moving forward, it's it's him over Christensen. I know Leo was, was kind of hard on Christensen moving, going into the season. <laughs> And I got to agree with him. I don't He's know right, what though. the hell Fuck is. that guy. Yeah, that, that guy's an excuse of a footballer. It's, it's some of the, <laughs> just seeing him try to dribble. It's just, I, I don't know how he got to the level he's, he's got to. But um, no, Karzerp is great. It's uh, when he's going, moving forward. When, sorry, when he's going down the wing, it's just like, we, we know what he can do, right? I mean, in the past, when he's playing well, he looks amazing. Uh, he had a great performance last game and, like I said, it's just hope. Let's just hope we we get to see him more moving forward. Um, and the right flank is is solid. Just because I mean, up until this point, we haven't seen any standout performances from our fullbacks. Maybe Spina has glimpses, but I think moving forward, Spina and Karzorp have to be the fullbacks going into your big games, hundred percent. No, for sure. I, uh, you guys know how my 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 standpoint on Christensen is, and I. I could be crazy, but you could see when he got subbed in yesterday, the players didn't want to pass him the ball. Like they were, <laughs> they were, they would look that way and then they go, we're not going to give this guy the ball. Let's move it around. We're walking around this way. I could just be me and my, my, my Christensen goggles, but I think, um, I think the guy is atrocious. Even like he's, don't get me wrong. He's a very muscular big guy and he's a, probably a half decent center back, maybe. But um, technically speaking, I can't believe he's even like he's even made it to the point he's made it to. I, I yeah, and the fact crazy. that we've we've <laughs> what? No, I said it's crazy. I'm just watching the, the war going on in the chat right now. But you guys continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's crazy, honestly. Like um, I don't even know what I was saying now. But like you could see, I think I tweeted immediately with. I know it's. I mean. Frozen Knows not really a bad side. I think they had nine points before they played us. It's just that they came um, from the City of B. That's pretty much it, right? That's all. Yeah. So did Genoa. But, um, yeah, but Genoa has the yeah, name. You point. know, Frozenone, we've walked over for like 
years and years. Years. Yeah, yeah. no, that's fair. But Genoa no, has see, the barn, uh... you know, the home barn. They're going to, the fans are nuts. It's a good <laughs> <Barn>. stadium. <laughs> Is that a hockey term? No, Cristante. I just said Cristante. Wow. No, Karsdorp. I know he got beat a few times and like pushed off the ball here and there, but you can see how hard he works. And like Frank said, going forward, he's a he's a good player to have. He doesn't really crack under the pressure. Like if he's if he's getting pressed, he'll play it up to the to where he needs to, or he'll knock it back. Whereas Christensen, he'll probably dribble out of bounds, or who knows what he's <laughs> gonna do. Someone. But yeah, no, but no, you no, guys, you're right. Christensen, like, what? Okay, sorry, uh, Christensen. Like he's a guy who's strong. He's like he's a physical guy. He's good defensively, but when it comes to possessing the ball and attacking, he just doesn't seem to have it. There's a couple guys in the chat right now, Mourinho supporters, saying, hey, uh, talk to me when Karsdorp gets three assists. God help us all. But, um, guys, if, come on. If you watch guys, football, you enjoy the game, you can instant, instantaneously see, I should say, that Karsdorp is much better than Christensen. Karsdorp gets the ball. He has ideas. He has creativity he has the ability to think the game attack cut in try a given goal break into the 18 Chris yeah like a, you can just see it he's like a what do you call those guys a neanderthal you know he, he just yeah, so, ball goal like that's all he that's all he thinks and yeah. uh, like i don't hate christensen when he plays i'm not like I'm, i don't hate him as much as leo i'll tell you right now but i think Carstorp going forward i even tweeted this out and i heard all this back talk that it's absolutely criminal that Karsdorp is not starting every match because he is clearly crystal clear our best right back right now. Yeah, and uh, I think that's pretty obvious. What do you guys think of the left? Christensen this only season? has one assist, by the way. Only has one. The, the streets, other ones, the, other ones, he, the streets, he has three because he toe punted no, it to Lukaku. Well, Went off like four are, guys. Yeah, yeah. shitty crosses that hit him. So at the end of the day, that's what really I'm saying, give... man. On the streets, so, history, but it's not actually. Yeah, a, no, I don't count it. Style. Yeah, he has he has one. Cars are cars. I don't know. It's just you, you like you said. You could see it as soon as they play. But well, sorry. like at this, I think it's great to see how the team is progressing. Like beginning the season, we didn't really know who was going to be the the for sure starter. So I think mm-hmm. Paredes, Cristante are locked in. I think Spinazzola is about to be locked in. I think. Karsdorp should be locked in. He got a freaking standing ovation from the entire uh, Stadio Olimpico after his performance. So fantastic mm. to see on that front. When it comes to our center backs, you know Smalling's going to slide in there. Mourinho absolutely loves the guy. And obviously, he's been our best center back. Started the year very slow, very similar to uh, Cristante. But hopefully, he can take some time off, get hungry to play again, and come in and be the Smalling that we know and love, Smaldini. Uh, I just wanted to touch upon Ibanez. Like, like Mourinho's comments, I agree with a lot of them, but that comment kind of pushes me the wrong way. And when are we like? When did Ibanez become Maldini? Like, I'm so confused, guys. Last no, year, this guy lost the ball in big matches, blew the matches. He goes to Saudi Arabia. I don't know if you guys saw the video. He cleats a guy from behind, gets a straight red. He, in another game, he, he slide tackles the guy for a, a PK. The guy scores. Yeah, he's like, giving uh, up the ball a bunch in Saudi Arabia too. No, it it kills me that like you, you can't you can't be that guy that's just gonna look at things like hypothetically and be like, oh, what we had, right? I mean, you're given what you're given. At the end of the day, you have Indica, who, in my in my opinion, isn't too far off 
Ibanez and you know our situation. You I know think he's better pay. personally, honestly. If you have to pay, if you have to pay thir- if you get paid thirty five mil, we all said thirty five mil. We'll, we'll I would have shipped them. Ibanez out, out the door. I would have shipped Ibanez out for twenty mil, to be honest. Yeah, I, it's just I don't know. I think I think Indica is is a is a great player as well. He's gonna really grow into it. It's it's a new league. He is, he's absolutely. a young young guy, right? He already looks better game by game, I think. So I think he's a better player than Ibanez. I think Lorente is a better player than Ibanez, if I'm being honest. Like, I think they have a better impact on our team and they suit our team better. Ibanez had blistering pace. That that that's yeah. something we do not have on the defense, and I think that's Mourinho's biggest thing, right? Like he had immense pace and he he kind of swept up things for us when no nobody else could, kind of thing. And he can cover those fast players. He was able to play on fullback or wingback when we needed him. And, uh, you know, he became a good piece to our team. But at the same time, if we need to sell somebody, it was always going to be him. And when you have Lazio fans getting Ibanez on the back of their shirt, there is a greater issue here, guys. Yeah, sure. So, he will we'll always remember that chested volley he scored in the, uh, what was it, conference or Europa? Remind me. No, that was your against Ajax. Ajax, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was yeah. He is a good player, and just like I don't think he's a piece that's gonna determine our our spot at the end of the year. You can say. No, no, I I, I agree with you, hundred percent. I yeah. just think overall, we you, you look at this team over the years has it's not been the best Roma team even before when Fonseca had the squad. I would say this is the best team we've had on paper at least. In the mm-hmm. last, I don't know how many years, right? So I think I think it was a lot of expectations. There's teams as soon as we signed Lukaku, there's reporters saying, "Oh, Roma Scudetto, top four for sure." And then to yeah, start off, they want to the talk, season, man. I know, and then, but even even not even that I agreed about the Scudetto, but I thought we would be challenging all season up there for top four. So seeing the start of the season we had was. I just feel like we weren't ready for it. And it's just like, rather than blaming and pointing fingers, I wish Mourinho took some, some blame and then kind of, you know, shouldered some of the blame for the team, which I feel like in the past he's done too. He's tried to take the distraction off the players and bring it to himself, which I think he did that against Torino, right? Like he said, the team played very well. I'm very happy with my players. Um, so yeah, it's hit and miss with Jose. I just, uh, you know, guys that hate Mourinho are always gonna say, oh, "All he does is make excuses when he loses, and then when he wins, it's like all about him." But I can see what he means in a lot of um, comments he makes. But um, obviously, when you're pissed off, you just lost, and you hear a coach saying like, "Oh, like I don't have any money. I didn't get any players." Like it gets annoying. But yeah. at the same time, if you're in his position and you have you know, uh, uh, such a good history of trophies and all that, you are going to voice your concerns because at the end of the day, all the eyes are on you, right? You can't just sit there and take all the criticism. You got to, you know, stand up and defend yourself. So I do mm-hmm. understand from that perspective. Um, But uh, yeah, like it is what it is. That's Jose Mourinho. If anything, I'd like to see him tell the media to fuck off more. I think vintage Jose was something I would love to see return, but uh I don't know if the Friedkins are going to like that version of him very much. So. <laughs> <sighs> so we touched upon the game. Um, I'm just trying to think what else did we miss here? What do you guys like? I think like you, I, I was curious to know moving forward, who would be, you said you're kind of seeing the lineup, your, your lineup or what you think should be the lineup moving forward. I was just curious because I feel like I have something that 
like I, I was just thinking, I feel like with, with having so many of our quality midfielders that we have and seeing what Cristante can bring, I would even I'd play Cristante the center of the three center backs and kind of let him go forward a bit. You're kind of using a mid back there where you could play another midfield. It's also almost like playing four in the back with Cristante just playing right at the Essentially, end. Essentially, yeah, he'll just move up a bit, right? But I feel like he, that happens naturally anyway, right? Like he'll get the ball, he'll kind of carry it out, make a pass. But uh, it looks like Mourinho's going to stick with the three at the back. Like at this point, I don't really blame him. You know, they did win. They played good. They got a clean sheet. No shots on goal versus Patricio. That's how we won games in the past. That's how we grinded games. It's not It's not going to be beautiful football by any means. Like we're going to have to grind these games out. We're going to have to shut down the opposition. And that's the only way that, that uh, this is going to work going forward. When when it comes to our starting lineup, I, I do think we have a much better team than of recent past. Like Dybala is a player we haven't seen in years. Lukaku is a striker we haven't seen in years. I think I think he's better than Jekyll personally. And maybe got some people will disagree. I mean, oh yeah, he's some the people best will disagree with me. Batistuta, sure. yeah, like yeah. I'd say so. Batistuta, Montella. In my, like, I know Jekyll scored a lot of goals, but I love watching Lukaku. Uh, I love his game. I love his speed. I love his, uh, you know, his work rate, his grinta, the way he battles guys. I I have so yeah, much good yeah. things to say about him. So, And even Pjanic, I don't know if you guys saw, he had some comments on Roma. He says they can make the Champions League too. So, you know, another Let's guy. Another Let's guy that believes. Leo, anything to say? <laughs> Frank, we're only six points off, man. Like it's, it's not far. I mean, I know I'm, I'm the same way. I thought I it was eight, and then Leo done, told me done. today it was six. So I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> six points, guys. Like it's, it's not that far off. I know we got That's... what is it, Cagliari and Cagliari and Monza coming up. Monza, Monza just, yeah. Monza Before... just beat Sassuolo though. So Sassuolo, yeah. Let's see if there. any of the big guys. And can you know who's gonna be back for Monza when we play them, Mister Papu Gomez. So. Oh wow! Oh, that's right. He brought him in there as free agent. That's a good he's not informed by um, any means, but he's gonna be training. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Um. <clears throat> I don't even know where we just were now. I'm in La La. The Champions right League. Champions League. Champions League. I think it's achievable, honestly, and I don't want to sound like uh, like Mister Optimistic here, but like I just said, it's six points away. I think it's it's definitely possible. You take you you. Can we take points from Inter? Who knows? I know we had, like, last season we split with them, right? We beat them at home and they beat us away or the other way around. I'm not sure. That was when Dybala scored that that volley. So um, anything's possible, realistically, but... No, I agree. Uh, it, it can happen. Frank, can I just, go ahead. I just, think, I just think in the past when you look, we've been up there fighting and at the end kind of dropped off. Can we be the guys that at the end we're going to come through and do it? I hope so, but I just feel like with the points that we've dropped, it's almost like you got to win. You got to almost go on a roll, right? And with all these top teams that we were about to face, I just think we're going to end up dropping points here or there against them. But I don't know. We'll see. Them. A lot of these teams are in Champions League too. Like I'm looking at Napoli's schedule. They play Real Madrid. Then they play Fiorentina. Then they play Verona. Then they play Berlin. Then they play Milan. So, even Juventus has a couple hard games coming up, guys. So at the end of the day, like every team is going to have hard matches. It's just a matter of Roma squeaking through, getting those results where they need to. And 
you know, again, guys, we, we haven't seen Roma go on a fucking tear in a long time. And uh, maybe now is the time. Like, we yeah. started the season crap. Uh, you know, maybe that's better. Maybe going forward, we got that crap out of the way. Now it's just all good things coming. But it is hard to believe. And uh, I'll believe it when I see it. But I'm going to try to stay positive, optimistic until the next match. So. Well, and I think Frank said... Uh... Like maybe these a, a game against a big side is what we kind of need, right? To just bring yeah. these players up to up to level, right? They got something to prove. Like Paredes with with going, he was with us for a time, but then he was with Juve. Like these guys, a lot of these guys want to prove something to these teams. Like you had said, Lupo, Lukaku, Lautaro has the feud. Dybala was linked to Inter. Like these guys are gonna come and they're gonna come to prove something, right? Like you should have signed me or you shouldn't have let me go. That kind of uh, it's also an opportunity so for Mourinho, right? So. Yeah, exactly, for sure. So I think that's we kind of need games like that. I, don't, I know it's always like the professionals at the end of the day, so they don't take games lightly. But I also do think that they go into a game against Inter, Juventus, with a different mindset, thinking like, let's come out, like Juve Merida, like let's go. And then of course there's the Derby, which I know last year we were zero for two in the Derby, so I, I'd like to see that change. I mean, if we can, if we can yeah, beat Lazio in both year. both matches. Oh, man. If we be don't phenomenal. be Lazio, it's I know they're be below ugly. us in the table, but no, I know. But uh, no, I, I, I'm not too worried about those guys. It's more so the the Inter, the Napoli seems to always get our number. Milan, I think it was two Napoli draws last year or something like that. 100, percent man. But yeah, at the end of the no, day, sure. Rudy Garcia will find a way to blow it up. I'm not even worried about that, honestly. It I seemed, think if it, we... the last two games, they've seemed like they've woken up a little bit. OC man, Cavada is go, getting going now. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Juve yeah. play, plays once a week as well, which helps their cause, right? Yeah, that's um, true. Well, Allegri plays murder. They didn't look very so good. The... Yeah, they looked very poor against uh, Atalanta. Like, yeah, just... that was not nothing. And like, I know Vlahovic there's is pros out, and cons to not there, to but... playing once a week, right? Like, obviously, the pros are you're rested, you could get a lot of injuries back, and they'll heal up. But at the same time, a lot of your players are not playing at all. Like your your yeah. bench is not really playing at all the entire season, so yeah, like there is pros and cons when it comes to that. But I think if Roma can beat Lazio, it's gonna give us such a confidence boost going forward. It's it's something That's that up, no? lets you breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very soon. Well, not very soon, but it's in October. Let me take a look here. It's I think uh, it's October seventeen. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I believe it is November twelfth. Yeah. Oh, November. Okay. Yes, November twelfth. Our next matches are obviously Thursday versus Serviette there, and then we have Cagliari, Monza. So actually, oh. after after Cagliari, there is an international break. So after Sunday, we do go on an international break, and according to Mourinho, we will have Renato Sanchez and Chris Smalling back for a six thirty classic AM uh, against Monza. So. And we're we home that all... game to Monza, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we can get everybody back there, I feel like we'll beat Monza. We'll have a good game against Slavia Prague, and then right to Inter, on to Lecce, and that's when the tough schedule truly begins. So you know, let's win these next two. Let's go on international break, and hopefully everything goes well for us going forward. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Anything else, guys? Before we get into these comments, or any questions? Yeah, I was going to say one thing. Who do you guys? Uh, 
Who do you guys see in the 11 on Thursday, or who would you like to see start on Thursday? The entire bench. Yeah, I think I think we're home. This team, I just checked, they're in the Swiss League, and they're in, like, 10th in the Swiss League. So, I mean, I hope you have no issue Balotti. this team. Yeah, play Balotti, Asmoon. I would like Asmoon to Asmoon can't Asmoon. play because he's not on the Europa League play, list. Yeah. Just a reminder. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, play Balotti. I don't want to shit all Play a 2 1 up top. El Shirawe, Balotti, and maybe the new guy, Costa. Oh, he's probably not on there, Costa. But we, we can't switch this. It's weird. No, it's weird. I think you submitted again after the group. Well, maybe Zalewski I'd play, right? Yeah, it's who plays a and uh, Christensen. I don't know, man. <laughs> even no, would, but even Bove, Bove should probably play again. Bove Uwad in the middle with uh, maybe yeah. Pagano. If you want to get crazy, no, I would. I would play one of the guys. Like I would. Like, I don't. I've. I don't have an issue playing Cristante because even last season he was there every single match. It didn't matter. Every was... match. Yeah. yeah. Play him for sixty minutes. Let's solidify a win. Maybe get up to nothing and then get off the field. Maybe not play ninety, but at the I just back, want I mean, Cristante to be fresh for Caliedi, man. That's before the break. It's a huge match. I don't know. But even yeah. our back line is going to be the same. We have no, we have Maybe no one you... to play right now. <sighs> And Dicka yeah. and, and Mancini are both going to play and probably even Cristante Maybe he goes middle, to bro. a four at the back. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Yeah. We'll Unless see. it's Mourinho and you know Europa League and he just goes all the starters again. But I don't yeah, know. I'm kidding. Balu We're Kaku. home too. So I think Pagano needs to play, man. Like, let the, let the kid play. Let yeah, him, we haven't seen enough of him. Let, let us all see what he has to offer. Him, Pagano, uh, Bove, I mean, Pagano, and... Uh, yeah, I I would yeah. keep Cristante off. Maybe put him in later. Mourinho's kind of known for like starting the subs and then putting in the starters around like the seventieth minute, get their legs going, ready for the next match. Like, we've seen it a hundred times, right? So, yeah, maybe he even plays Lukaku, Balotti. I don't know. Maybe El Shirawi plays all wide on the left. Then you go Pagano, Bove, maybe a Paredes. A I think a couple of starters play. are going to get it, but overall, you'll see yeah. some turnover at the same time. Maybe Sviar, we get to see Sviar. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Like, I scared the crap out of me with that last-minute play when he dove at the guy like Superman and almost got a penalty against. He would have had to, like, leave the match with 2-2. But I think it's a good opportunity for Sviar to get another chance for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd be curious. Well, what are these these comments saying? Okay, we'll we'll start it up. We'll try to fast-track this. Um, ciao guys, Vincent's in here, a big supporter. Thank you for coming by again, Vincent. Uh, so Leo's volume. Spandan, can any other manager take this team to top four over Inter, Milan, Juve, Napoli? No, I think we discussed that, right? At this time, Jose Mourinho is the only manager that's going to help Roma achieve their goals. I think we mentioned that a couple times and, uh, at this point in time, there's no manager that we can bring in that's going to do a better job than Mourinho with yeah. his relationship with the team, the fans, and everything involved in that. Jose Mourinho, you know, he is the best way forward. If he wants to leave at the end of the season, we'll address it then. But right now, we got to stick with Jose for sure. Exactly. Nick, Nick says, a manager with his reputation should bring results. If we do not see any at the end of the season, I would entertain a change. But no sense in not backing him as long as he's here. Yeah, like literally exactly what we've been saying. For 
Hundred um, percent. If Roma end up in like sixth place, fifth place, Europa League again, and then we maybe lose in the semis or the quarters in Europa League, I think you know Mourinho can take that thirty million a year offer from Saudi Arabia, or maybe he really fell in love with Roma and he really wants to stay. And then we'll kind of address that at the end of the year. But only Jose knows what he wants, and uh, he pretty much said he gave his word to Roma. That's why he didn't accept the Saudi Arabia offer, right? At the end of the day, yeah. He's like, I gave my word to them. That's why I didn't leave. So maybe he didn't give his word this time. And but again, the season's so long; anything can change. So if Roma do go on another Europa League run and they win, you know, God willing, then would you guys even want him to leave? I wouldn't if he wins. So. No, no. Like I said, if he gets in Champions League one way or the other, that's the only way I'd keep him. That's oh, and Jose Mourinho back in Champions League with Roma would be something spectacular to witness. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, and hopefully we can buy some players at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Vincent says, Kalidi will be tough. Shamura Duff scoring is written in the stars. <laughs> Holy crap, I forgot about that guy. If Bobby Shmura comes in and, oh my God. Bobby but knowing Shmura. Roma, that's probably bound to happen, man, for sure. <laughs> it's true. It's true, man. Bobby we see it too many Shmura. times. Uh, fuck. Why did you have to bring that into the universe, Vincent? Uh, Tyler's next. Having Lukaku has really opened my eyes to how crappy Tammy was. Half of these Lukaku goals would have been missed wide or straight at the keeper if it was Tammy. Yeah, Lukaku's a different class. You guys have anything to say? Like That's pretty much all I got there. Yeah, no, different I, levels. I mean, look at Tammy in the first season he joined. He What did he score? 27 goals in all competitions? Like He was finishing like yeah. weird shots from weird angles with all like every part of his body. And then the last season, he was just his finishing boots just they wore out or something. But you, I would agree with you on the last season. But his first season, he was he was clinical, and I can only imagine the two of them, if we ever do get to see it playing together, would be just a crazy duel. But no, I, I uh, can see where he's coming from. Okay, next. Um, excuse me. My problem is it's been about twenty straight City games. Joseph says. Where Mourinho hasn't shown anything new, same old tactics, no plan B. If plan A doesn't work, we are dead. He's uh, bang on, man. It, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's true. It, it's that's that's why I think we're so mad, and it's just it, I, I for me, I'll never understand sitting back against a smaller side, uh, especially yeah. this year with the amount of skill we see. I just find it so hard to believe that this team can't break a team down. You saw that goal, the first goal against Frozenone. It was it was two passes dragging him out, one pass to Dybala, Dybala touched to Lukaku. It, it, bang, bang, you, gotta, you gotta break down the team. It's not gonna just come to you. It's not gonna every goal be a counterattack. Can't expect counterattacks against Frozenone, especially when your defense and your goalie at that rate isn't, isn't the best goalie, right? Yeah, so I think what you you're basically saying is we have to overwhelm teams, especially the shittier teams. Yeah. 100%. And sorry, I completely just, uh, agree. Yeah, touching go on, on, on you there, Frank, um, which people haven't been really talking about or I haven't really seen much of, was on that first goal, did you guys see the pass Mancini played to Dybala? Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, from, from
from the half the halfway line, he just split like three, four passing lines right to his foot. Dybala didn't even have to look at Lukaku, and he just slipped him through. Very Totti-esque touch it was from Paulo Yeah, and I don't think people really. I mean, here we we'd like to talk about how good of a passer and and the vision that Mancini has, but like you sh- you sh- he showed it right there, like it was looked up, yeah. saw Dybala was open, split through four or five guys right to his foot and that's what created the goal all the way from, from the back so that's why yeah. we put him center yeah. defensive yeah. mid in the past right Mancini has that ability yeah and honestly I think every he's long growing. ball he puts in we end, we score I think it was what was it I think yeah. it was his ball to Dybala in the finals against Sevilla when we won the mm-hmm. conference league it was his ball to Zaniolo to chest it down and put it in yeah over the top yeah, yeah. no I, I think quickly I think Mancini is, is starting to be number like going to be number one on the First name on the team sheet. He's a staple in our lineup. I know he's gotten a lot of criticism that he's a hothead and that he's he's crazy, Slow. but that's why we love him. Um, what he brings I love to Roma, the guy, man. and it's yeah, he's 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 incredible. And just I like I said, I think he's one of the first teams on, or names on the team sheet moving forward for sure. I think that if any other club had a guy like him on their team, they wouldn't bad an eye they wouldn't say any of the things that they're saying i just think that they dislike him because they don't play they don't have him on their team kind of like the same way a lot of us look at a guy like say theo hernandez where we can't stand yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. he's a diver you know what i mean but at the yeah. end of the day if we had a guy like him on our team we would love him but um no i think like i can couldn't agree with you more he's just proven more and more throughout the last two years that how much we can rely on him defensively even offensively like, look at the goal he scored against Juve. He was even shocked that he scored it. Just outside of the box, just whacked it into the corner. But, yeah. um, no, no, I think, sure. uh, like, just like what I was saying, I just think that he just gets the criticism because he's passionate. He'll put, he'll go through somebody. He'll throw somebody into the advertisement board. But uh, at the end of the day, he's just playing for the badge. And I think that if he was on any, a team like Inter or Milan or anything like this, that they would love the guy and they would ride for the guy. For sure. Hundred percent. He's one of those guys you hate to you hate to play against, but when he's on your team, it's you just love him, right? Exactly. You love everything. You fall in love with him. Everything that Rome was about. So it's good to see. No, I think he's a true captain. But uh, anyways, Lupo. Yeah, sorry, I had a little bit of a phone call. <laughs> I think Frank gets the. <laughs> yeah. Um. And <laughs> next, we have uh, Vincent. Uh, we need to do everything we can to get. A uh, new goalkeeper in January. I don't think we'll survive against the big teams without a pro- proper goalkeeper. Do you guys see us getting a goalkeeper in January, or do you think we kind of push it to the end? I don't know. I can't see it in January unless the deal comes out. It's gonna be tight. Uh, yeah, gonna be given to you. Like yeah, obviously, if it was up to us, we're getting a goalkeeper. We're locking the deal in now, and he he arrives yeah. January first, right? But. When it comes to Roma and Pinto and the FFP and all this bull crap we got to deal with, I really don't see Roma bringing in a goalkeeper in January. Yeah. Hopefully Rui can, uh, I don't know, turn back the clock a bit and help us out here because it's going to be a long one unless he plays well. Yeah, we need it. Okay, strap yourselves in for this one. Christina is in the chat. I'm, I've actually grown to love Christina. I think she's a fantastic woman. So here we go. This is literally the crew that wanted Mourinho out a week ago. Now they are pretending. So sad from y'all. Two Europe, two European finals in two years. Mourinho's fans' bags are packed and ready. Ungrateful Roma fans. Frank, this looks like one for you. Wow. 
I mean, I I did say, <clears throat> excuse me, I did say Mourinho out. Like I said, it was reactionary at the time. It if today you brought me Marine or Antonio Conte and then you replace him for Mourinho, I would say I know we can't do it, but if if you could do it, I would say yes. I to me, guys, at the end of the day, the one thing I, I'm I'm with Mourinho because we have to be, and I'm, I respect everything he's done. But to me, I think there's managers out there that have this team that we have today, and they're competing for a top four spot respectfully and we're up there and you you know you're playing a bit more of an attractive style where it's not like it, it to me i feel like we just have too much skill for the way we play the way we have to to grind out wins i do appreciate all the little things i appreciate Mourinho. i'll, I'll never bash him personally but i just think like there, there's been a thing look at him at chelsea his second time he got he got fired on his third year real madrid he, he got fired on his third year I think Tottenham, I don't think Tottenham was his third year, but there was one more. Whether Tottenham or Manchester United, on the third year, he's left. And the fans kind of grow sick and tired of the same old antics and everything because I have a feeling he kind of takes it more personally and, and takes it a different way too. So there's both sides to it. I do, I am with Mourinho, um, like I said, but I just think that what well, the reason why I kind of am annoyed is because I just feel like with this squad, like I keep saying, with this squad, I just feel like we should be getting a lot more out of all the players. You look at teams like across the other leagues, Brighton, even Fiorentina. I've, there's people that think player for player wise, the players on Fiorentina are better than Roma. I just you personally think tweet, it's, huh? it's the manager getting the most out of those smaller players that are yeah. that are being able compared to Roma. We're having we have Lukaku, Dybala, Pellegrini. These guys are our top players on their national team, and then we have. People comparing us to Fiorentina. That that's what bothers me, right? Uh, I don't know. Lazio's team last season. If they're able to make Champions League and we can't, exactly. It's it's about to me. Mourinho is a great manager today. He's fantastic. In Europe, Europe, he his record has always been great, and it'll always be great. But in a league, I feel like in today's day and age, with managers being able to adapt, playing an attractive attacking style, which wears down opponents. I've, it it just seems I like think, uh, on the league aspect it doesn't work, but Europe is a whole other ball game. I think it comes down to the fact that Mourinho is a motivator. So in these European games, he's gonna sit you down and be like, "Are you boys ready to win that trophy?" But when it comes to Serie A, it's more like you know, win the match. Like th- there's less urgency, you can say. And I feel when it comes to knockout games and European matches, Mourinho is probably the best coach in the world. If you had to choose one coach in a knockout match, I'm picking Jose Mourinho every single time. Like, he's going to look yeah. at his roster. He's going to defend. He's going to get you that result. And that's how you win championships. That's how you win trophies. But when it comes to Serie A, I don't think he's the best option out there. But again, if we're going to win trophies, if we're going to, you know, find ways to win these trophies and get into Champions League, like we almost did it last season. Can you imagine if Anthony Taylor gave that penalty we're basically in champions league right now god knows how much money we bring in how much signings we're making i'm not even sure we get lukaku because leonardo would be on our team already right so sorry yeah uh my my uh, mic cut out there was weird um so 
when it comes to literally saying Mourinho out, I know Frank said it. I did not say it. And Leo, I don't know if you said it. I don't think you did. But at the same time, you have to understand where we're coming from, guys. We're not Mourinho fans. We're AS Roma fans. We want the best for Roma. So you have to take that into consideration. And I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. Hopefully nobody shoots me in the back of the head. But I don't give a shit about the Conference League, man. <laughs> like, put me in Champions League. I like it's great. We won. If we were in the tournament, Jose had one thing to do was win. He did it. He brought a trophy to Roma after years and years of a drought. It's fantastic. I'm happy. But if you're gonna tell me, would you rather have a Conference League trophy from the Mickey Mouse Cup or a Champions League spot? I'm picking Champions League every day. I don't know if you guys have friends that are like Juventus fans, Manchester United fans. Real Madrid fans, do you know how hard it is to walk into a conversation about Champions League and just sit there with your fucking thumbs? But like, I don't know how to explain to you guys, man. Like, it's great we won, but I want to be a serious club, and you're not going to be serious winning the freaking Conference League. I want to be in Champions League. I want to be with the best of the best, getting results. Manolas, the Greek god in Rome. I know you Mourinho fans like to chirp us and make fun of us because. We didn't even win that tournament, and it was only the semifinals. But that match means more to me than a Conference League victory. And that might sound crazy to you, but that's how I feel. Europa League, on the other hand, fantastic from Mourinho. I would love to win a a Europa League, but then again, why do we need a penalty to win the match? Why did we pick three center backs (laughs) to take the penalties? I have no idea. I'll never understand it. Should Roma have won that Europa League? Absolutely. Mourinho did enough to win. But it wasn't written in the stars because Anthony Taylor is a piece of shit. So we'll move on to the next question. Christina, look what you do to us. You drive us crazy, man. (laughs) Okay. They were never Mourinho out, just angry at the situation. Thank you, Vincent. That's why I love you so much, man. Joseph Chichero. Christina, if there was another coach available, he would be out. Average coach, let's be honest. (laughs) There you go. We talked. Joseph's a straight shooter, man. <laughs> I love his comments. I was about to get going again. I can't. Uh, Lino Parolo Mourinho is good for business. Is he talking about us? I, I don't know. Question If we are 10th at the Christmas break, would you sack him? So, 10th place, real quick, would you guys sack Mourinho at Christmas? I think you're not, they're not I sacking can't. him. It's it's done. Like, in order to sack him, I think you have to pay more than we've paid for all our transfers this summer. So, yeah, uh, I don't see. I don't see it's a way of sacking. No, mm-hmm. no, I completely agree. I, yeah, um, I think no. Like, what are you gonna do, guys? There, there's nowhere to go. If if we're tenth place at Christmas, we gotta bite our tongues. And in that's my pretty opinion, much if it, you're tenth like... place at Christmas, you play the squad, go for the Europa League full. Literally, load, play and, the subs and, and just rest the year, team. Next year, <laughs> if you don't have Europe, then you're you're just like Juve this year. You have one game a week, and then you go for top four next season, and, and then you go from there. Okay, moving on. We need Smalling form from last season to return. Vincent says, absolutely. Joseph says, I would 100% sack Mourinho if they were 10th at Christmas. Lino says, I absolutely agree. So we have guys in here that, you know, if we're 10th place, they want to fire Mourinho. And I don't really blame them, but guys, who are we going to replace? Like, Daniela Di Rossi, maybe. I don't hate it, but, you know, maybe I'm just dreaming. Guys, we're officially back to a Christina comment. Strap in it once again. I bet my house when Mori- Remember, all the Mourinho comments are always in caps. So we got to deal with these things. I bet my house when Mourinho leaves Roma, may leaves Roma, 
me wins. He and he, okay, hold on a sec. I gotta decipher this. Okay, maybe so we wins may, here and there. Me wins here and there, but never reach two back-to-back European finals in the next fifty years. So, yeah, I'll agree with you there, Christina. I don't think Roma make back-to-back uh, European finals without Jose Mourinho, but at the same time, I hope they never seen Conference League again. So, I was just gonna say. Like, yeah. Conference League for Roma is an embarrassment, but you know we're in the tournament. Mourinho has a chance to win the very first Conference League. We do it. I think at this point we can kind of pretend Conference League didn't happen. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being a a critic. I, I don't know. Like it's it's two years and a half ago. Like I'm we won the tournament. I'm very happy Mourinho got it. He's in tears. He's so happy we won the first one. Our names are on the trophy. It's a European trophy. It's fantastic. But go tell your friends at the local bakery about winning the conference thing and see how quickly they laugh in your face. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Vincent, it's nice to watch someone who can actually control the ball. Karsdorp. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Ariel yeah. agrees with Christina. And then he says, Karsdorp did not create chances yesterday. Christensen has three assists. I think we went over that already. We won't get back into it. It's false. One assist. He has one assist. Jo- That's false. <laughs> They're on the streets, man. Joseph no, Chichero again with Joseph. Let's see what he has. Christina, I bet my house Mourinho will never win a league title in the top three leagues ever again. Probably true. Yeah, it's he's going to Saudi. If he, if he leaves us, he's probably going to Saudi for thirty million a year. Uh, yeah, no, he'll never much. Win like, why wouldn't he at this again. point? Right? Like, where else is he going to go? No, he's gonna no. Go save Chelsea and, for and a third we're, time. We're no. not trying to. We're not trying to bash Mourinho. It's not. We're, we're not we're bashing him. Do. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for the people in the comments that are like making an oath, like we're trying to bash the guy. It's like we're not. We even, appreciate him. We, we appreciate everything he's done. But it's just like <laughs> at the end of the day, look at the season we've started with. We're not saying like maybe we did say Mourinho out because be, being beaten four one by Genoa when they came. From City of B last year, I mean, it's it's you know that's not what you want to do, especially after the start you've had. Um, but we're just kind of saying like, hey, if you don't see it, then it's just I feel like they have the Mourinho glasses on, right? You it's as really simple as that, that Frank. It's as simple as that. We we don't hate Mourinho. We want him. There's nothing more than all three of us that we would ever want than Mourinho doing well, bringing Roma to glory. Like that's all we want. But unfortunately. You know, we can't dictate reality. So we're just kind of feeding off of what's actually happening here. Uh, six, uh, five points in six matches, guys. I don't know how you would expect a Romanista to react, honestly. I, I really don't understand. But it's one thing to be grateful for your past, which I believe we are grateful. But at the same time, we live in the present. If we're not getting results, we're not going to stand here and clap our hands about the past. We're living in the present, right? So please consider that. Um, It's so weird that people choose to support a manager over supporting a club. Vincent says, yeah, I mean... I would love for you guys to tell us why you decided to support Mourinho instead of a club. I've, I've asked that in the last stream. I don't think I got an answer. So please let us know. I'm actually genuinely curious. I'm not trying to make a joke here. Um, Lino agreed. I also think we don't play efficiently, which leads to injuries. Coming from behind leads to putting more pressure on the players, and it's harder to give players a break. That's actually very true. The fact that we don't take leads early means we have to play our starters for longer periods of yeah. time. So, I mean, that, that's a very good point from Lino. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, Tyler Karsdorp has always been very solid, but he has a couple of times where he gave up and allowed goals. The 4 nothing Udinese debacle comes to mind. Yeah, like, it's fair, but at the same time, he's much better than Christensen. Yeah, he's the best option we have right now. 
Yeah. Joseph says Zalewski needs to put on 10 pounds of muscle, too weak and small to play left back. Yeah, but he's not actually a left back. He's a midfielder and attacking player, right? So maybe he'll get there one day, but we needed him there to cover for our fullbacks because we didn't have many in the past. And he kind of made a home for himself there as he played good. So name me one chance Karsdorp created yesterday. Um, he had two two passes into the final third yesterday. I thought he played fantastic. Like uh, we're not like a freaking robots. To I don't. Those I don't think that there is. I don't think that there is one thing you could take from Karsdorp's game yesterday and say to yourself, Christensen should be playing over him. But I mean, that could just be me, and I know I'm hard on the guy. But I think mm-hmm. after watching that game, it, it was it was a clear indication that Rick should be our starting right wing back. Yeah, I agree with you there. No, no, nothing else to say, honestly. Joseph, I don't know why we're not playing four at the back. Trust in Mancini, only player that has improved under Jose. Yeah, that's one thing I'll give Jose Mourinho. Mancini has improved greatly under him. New man, confidence level has skyrocketed. And, yeah. you know, Mourinho is, I feel like they're of the same wavelength in a way where they grinta, you know, passion. And I feel like yeah. if anybody has improved under Mourinho, it is Mancini, right? So I agree there. Vincent says, nah, Jekyll was different. Nah, I think Lukaku's better, man. I'm sorry. And I, like, Jekyll did a lot for Roma. There's no taking that away from the guy. But if you're going to ask me who would I want in the game, him or Lukaku, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to go Lukaku. A tie against Inter would be amazing. We have to stop losing the lower teams. Not only do we have to beat Lazio, we have to finish above them 100%. Yeah. Um. Do-do-do-do. Okay, Christina, how are you? Leo trying to make a case for Tammy versus Lukaku shows the delusions. <laughs> I don't think he was saying Tammy is better. He was just defending Tammy. I never Tammy. said he was better. No, yeah, exactly. But... You were just defending Tammy and basically saying he had his moments. He had a great first season. I think if you ask Leo, oh he's going to take that was Lukaku. Christina. Yeah, man. I think she likes oh, you, bro. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> Um, at the end of the day, I think Leo chooses uh, Lukaku any day of the week, right? Guys, if so. you ask me, if you ask me, even with a healthy Tammy after last season, would you prefer Tammy Abraham or Romelu Lukaku? I'm nine times out of ten, I'm taking Romelu Lukaku, but I'm just saying you can't take for granted who Tammy was for us two years ago. He was scoring goals from all sorts of angles, all part of his body. Sure, last season he he I think he hit the post almost more than any player in Europe, but yeah, um, yeah of course I'm picking Rom for sure. I'm going to take him over over Tammy. If Chelsea came to us and said, "If you guys want to keep keep Lukaku next season, uh, we'll work out a deal," but Tammy has to be involved in the swap, send him to Chelsea. But um, yeah, no, I I I don't think I ever made a case for Tammy versus Lukaku. No, Christina. no, no, don't don't entertain it. <laughs> From there. Uh... Leo says, another Leo, Dan's head shake says it all from the stands. Happy, he's not happy and he shouldn't be. Ranieri wouldn't tank for us. Enough with the three at the back every single game. We have Lino saying Conte plays a nicer game. And then we have Christina saying, for your records, y'all, Conte never, ever, ever, ever reached in his entire career a semifinal of any Champions League or Europa League Conference League. The audacity to compare that waste man with Mourinho is delusional. Make so Manchester City injury prone with De Bruyne, Rodri, Foden, and Alvarez. Are we being compared to Man City? Every team need their creative players. Full. She's basically saying that 
all of Roma's players who are supposed to be the creators, Di Paolo, Pellegrini, Uwad, Sanchez, they're never fit for three games in a row. And she's basically saying, how do you expect to win like this? What can Mourinho do, essentially? So yeah, that's the last comment. That's the thing, we'll that's that the thing you could look at. You could look at look look at Conte and look at how many leagues he's won. He's won the league pretty much everywhere he's gone. No, so I mean it's basically the opposite of Mourinho. With us and and of recent, he's done good in cups, but he can't really do well in the league. So um, I don't know. It's just more preference and, yeah. and style based, right? That's so, next season. We don't got to worry about that, right? I exactly. highly doubt Mourinho's getting canned. And no, exactly. You know, I think Roma do well going forward. Like. I don't see them playing like amazing winning every match, but I think we can get on a couple of good streaks here, make our way to the top positions. And from there, you know, maybe Mourinho can make it happen. And then there's the other side of the coin where we end up playing like shit. And then it was just Frozenoni and Empoli and we're getting ahead of ourselves again. And we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the hole, but we don't know. We're not fortune tellers. We can't predict the future. I think we could end the stream on that note. Thank you, Christina, for your Wait, comments. Hold on before... Always a pleasure. Leo, last comment here. Uh, I comments, saw this. Free. I don't uh, want to pressure. Vincent's last comment here saying, I would love yeah. Vincenzo Italiano as our next coach. What do you guys think about that? That'd be incredible, but I don't think he's going to leave for the team. Yeah, I don't think he's going to leave. I do like him as a coach, but I don't know if he's proven enough to uh, be but the coach it, of Roma. I don't know. It's more about what you're, what you're going like, right? It's... It, do you want to build something or do you want to take again another older manager? I think I think if I'm the Friedkins, you look at Vincenzo Italiano, a young manager, I take him on the side. Yeah, I agree with you. You, there, you would take him, you're saying if you're if you're Dan and yeah. Ryan Friedkin? Yeah, it, it's because at least you have a new idea, a younger coach that you know can grow with the club, have an identity, brings in a certain style of players. He's used to working on less of a budget too with Fiorentina. Uh, well, you can see how well thing. he brings how he brings the most out of all of his players. He like there's yeah. there's guys on Fiorentina that half these people wouldn't even have a clue who they are, but look at how they're performing. He plays a team, and no, I agree. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. All right, but no, I think we can I end think, it there. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for today. I have to kind of rush it today, guys. It's my mom's birthday, and uh, my birthday's tomorrow. Ironically, I was the gift that keeps on giving, so. I'm going to have to head out here <laughs> and uh, get to the cake celebrations. Thank you to everyone who came by, especially Christina. I love your comments. It really gets the, the stream going here. You know, Jose Mourinho, we don't hate you. We don't hate the Muranistas, but um, we disagree on one simple thing. It's all about Roma, not about Mourinho. So I think we could both agree on that. And uh, going forward, you know, that's pretty much how it's going to be. So... Thank you guys for coming. This marks up uh, the sixth episode of the stream. As I mentioned earlier when this uh, stream started, we do have our Patreon now live in the description. Please give it a look. There is a lot of benefits you guys may be interested in. We do have LupoTV.com still going, news, video, as well as merch you guys are going to love. So if you would like to support the channel, please look at that as well and consider you know, making a purchase and helping us you know, move forward here and... Uh, you know, make this thing even bigger than it possibly can be. And that's the goal. So thank you, Frank. Thank you, Leo. Dia Roma. Thank you. We'll see you guys in the uh, next podcast. Dia Roma. Take care, boy.